goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, my friends, to the Tuesday edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. A special thank you for our guest yesterday, John Andrasik, Fire for Fighting. Uh, that was uh, pretty incredible. In fact, there's an article about uh, his appearance on our program at the Daily BS today. Uh, there is a story that concerned me. I wonder if it will concern you. The Biden administration is backing a United Nations resolution calling for Israel to stop. Stop already. Come on. You're beating up Hamas too much. Come on, it's not fair. You can't go into Rafa. Here's Joe Biden. The Biden administration does this. They talk out of both sides of their mouth on a regular basis. Oh, yeah, we support Israel. And you hear all these little snarky remarks they make about Netanyahu all the time. But now they're siding with the, the, the I started to call them a name, but I'm not going to, the people at the United Nations, or the peoples of the United Nations, plural, peoples. The peoples of the United Nations to demand that Israel stop it already, stop beating up Hamas. Why? Well, they say, and this is the United States that's actually pushing this under Joe Biden, for a ceasefire. The U.S. alternative resolution determines that under current circumstances, a major ground offensive into Rafah would result in further harm to civilians and their uh, further displacement including potentially into neighboring countries. What the problem is? Uh, I don't, yeah, okay, this is war. And in war, these things happen. And Israel has, 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 I look, I don't wish for civilian deaths or civilian harm. Not, that's not what I'm saying. But what is the purpose of a ceasefire? You're going to give... Hamas a chance to rearm, to reset themselves? Why? But this is your Biden administration talking out of both sides of their mouth. 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us if you would like to participate in today's program. 800-848-9222. It has happened again. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a new video in case you haven't seen it, of your finest. Well, the corrections. Yes, New York City police officers being beaten up again by migrants, illegal immigrants. At this time, the location was a shelter on Randall's Island. Illegal immigrants, it says here, the story that I have from the Daily News, it says migrants surrounded about five uniform illegal immigrants Surrounded about five uniformed police officers. Yeah, they threw bottles, debris at them. Cops tried to apprehend a disorderly man inside the shelter and were ganged up on and beaten up. Daily occurrence now. This goes on for two minutes. Shelter security guards called in finally to surround the officers who pick up the struggling guy, remove him, finally. It wasn't clear if the man taken into custody was charged. 
And what's also not clear is what happened to all those who surrounded through things. At the, why are they still in the country? Why weren't they deported last night to the country of their origin? You come here, you attack New York City police officers while you at the same time have your hand out. You're in this country illegally. You're begging. And we have to put up with you attacking law enforcement. Why are you here? Why doesn't Hochul Adams at all see to it that anyone that harms a New York City police officer that is among this illegal immigrant invasion is promptly sent packing back to the country of their origin. Because, of course, we can't do that. Oh, oh, there is a story that I have. Get this. Jim Jordan, I have to find the story. Jim Jordan has subpoenaed Homeland Security. He wants to know, asking for records, okay, how many crooks, are among and thieves and murderers and rapists are among the people that you let in the country. Homeland Security is not complying with the information at all. But the most egregious part of this is that the secretary over there, former California Attorney General Xavier Becerra, is pretty much saying that Congress does not have the right to invade the privacy of the illegal immigrants. If this makes any sense to you whatsoever. No, we can't tell Jim Jordan that. There are privacy issues. So you have people that have come into this country illegally. The Congress, which has oversight over these government agencies. Here it is. I found the quote. I found the story. Jordan has been requesting case files since the summer of the illegal, uh, since the summer of the illegal immigrants who he says have been charged with crimes including theft, assault, and murder. But Homeland Security has been woefully inadequate. The response, initially, Jordan said in a letter to HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra. The department cited the privacy interest of those charged. So if you are a murderer and you're here illegally, if you have committed murder, if you have committed rape, if you have committed child abuse, child murder, rape, child pornography maybe, maybe you're a child trafficker, if you are the worst of the worst of the worst, or if you're not, if you're just your average run-of-the-mill organized criminal that goes in doing smash and grabs at retail outfits. You know, something small, according to Democrats, that people shouldn't go to jail for. If you come here illegally and you are a criminal, now your Department of Homeland Security is telling you, HHS, Housing and Human Services is HHS, that the privacy interest of those charged is more important than supplying Congress of the United States with information. The criminals, once they cross the border, have privacy rights. You can't ask them, gee, you can't report to the government, gee, we have X number of murderers here, X number of rapists here. Your federal government, your Democrats, these are not federal, these are Democrats. These Democrats are saying that criminal, criminal illegal immigrants have privacy right, a privacy right to keep their crimes hidden, 
from the government of the United States, from the elected government of the United States. That's the position of Democrats that run health and human services. Nope, we're not going to tell Congress how many murderers, rapists, robbers are here because that would violate the privacy right of the criminal illegal immigrants. This is, folks, this is, I don't know how you feel about this or what you think about this more importantly, but I just find this, it's what planet are we on? All right, I watched Nikki Haley's speech today. Yeah, we have Nikki Haley. I watched Nikki Haley's speech today. I got a call from a very dear, dear, dear friend of mine. And my dear friend was like, oh, this isn't good. This this is not good. Poor Nikki. I'm like, well, what happened? So I watched the speech. So Nikki starts off, you know, nice, calm voice, blah, blah, blah. Wah, 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 wah. I'm not dropping out. Wah, 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 wah. I'm not dropping out. She's not going to drop out because uh, 40%, over 40 some odd percent of people, she says to me, Republican Party don't want to drop a uh, vote for Trump, and they have a voice, and she's there to give them a voice. Also, if she dropped out, it would be the longest general election campaign in American history. Wah, 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 wah. Who cares? Um, but that's it, okay? And then after she gets, you know, halfway through all of this sounding reasonable, she launches her attack on Trump. Trump's too old. He's forgetful. He's pretty much she's saying that, that he could be dementia-prone. And then she also attacks Joe Biden, and then she's you got these two old men running against each other. We need to change. Wah, 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 wah. And she goes on with that. Then, almost at the end of her speech, uh, she talks about how Trump disrespects the military. And then, then, ladies and gentlemen, at the end, near the end of her speech, is this. I'm running for president to restore a country that's strong and proud. That is why I will stay in the race after South Carolina votes. Uh-huh. And to uh-huh. my beloved fellow South Carolinians, uh-huh. I ask that you stand with me. Uh-huh. Stand with your family, friends, yeah, yeah. and neighbors. Yeah, yeah. See the America I see. And remember mm-hmm. that we can still unite and move forward together. Not with anger. Not, not with, with fear, anger. Not but with, with faith and hope, like we've That's done right. before. Let's finally change. leave the past behind, and let's, let's forge it. a new American future. Forge a new America. This vision has guided every generation. It Everyone. summoned me to serve as governor of this great state and as ambassador uh-huh. for the greatest country in the world. Under and Donald that same Trump. vision called my husband to serve in the uniform of the United States. Uh-oh. He's a major in the South Carolina Army National Guard. As I prepare for what lies ahead, Michael is at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. No, she, she, was, she was starting to tear up here. That was the pause. She's got a little emotional here, and now it continues. I wish Michael was here today, and I wish our children, and I could see him tonight, but we can't. 
He's serving on the other side of the world, where conflict is the norm, where terrorists hide among the innocent, where Iran's terrorist proxies are now attacking American troops. This is Michael's second deployment. It was hard for us to say goodbye to him the first time when he deployed to Afghanistan. It was even harder last summer when he deployed to Africa. As every military family knows, when a loved one deploys, we start the year-long prayer. It's a prayer for their safety more than anything else. But it's also a prayer of gratitude. The kids and I know why Michael went. He stepped up to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. And not just us. Mm -hmm. He stepped up to defend our nation's freedom and our Mm -hmm. way of life. Michael is fighting for the country he loves. So are all of his brothers and sisters in arms wherever they're stationed in this dangerous world. They have made their stand because America is worth fighting and even dying for. Now I will continue to make my stand because America is worth living for. Thank you. God bless you. God bless South Carolina and God bless America. That was quite something. I really hope that those stories that the Daily Mail ran about her having affairs with more than one man are not true. I hope that those stories that said that they had in, what do you call that? In, whatever, positive proof, incontrovertible evidence. I hope that those stories about her being in the back of that SUV doing things with them men and sitting on them men's laps and doing all sorts of things in public while her husband was overseas protecting all of us and serving all of us. I really hope, and I'm not kidding, folks. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be facetious, and I'm not trying to be, what do you mean she's too emotional for the, Lady Benedict is weighing in. Lady Benedict, she's too emotional for the job. Look, Lady Benedict, everybody, when you when reaches a choke point, I have choked up when I talk about emotional things on a stage. It happens to you. It doesn't mean that you are losing your how it's a woman saying this. It's Lady Benedict, whose heart is nails, by the way. She's too emotional for that's a stereotype. Too emotional. What happens when men choke up in speeches? Men choke up. Does anyone say, oh, he's too, well, with the exception of, uh, 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 what's his name, Boehner, who used to cry at everything. Did it, anybody, that guy used to just, hey, John, <laughs> oh, how are you? <laughs> uh, oh, we got to go to a break. I hope those stories aren't true. I really do. Because if those stories are true, that would kind of not be a good look to this speech. I hope that she's able to prove without a shadow of doubt these th- those stories are lies. 
and she has always been faithful to her husband while he was overseas protecting this nation. What you playing here, Diego? This is the Backstreet Boys. This is the Backstreet Boys. This is the Backstreet Boys for Brian Littrell, who was born on this day in 1975, singer with the Backstreet Boys, who had the 1997 U.S. number two single, Quit Playing Games With Your Head, with my head, sorry, and the 1999 U.K. number one single, I Want It That Way, which is this. Let me ask you a question. These, these, these here boys American? Are these boys American or are you playing some old foreign music over here? I think they're American. Are you sure these boys American? I'm not sure. I can look it up just now, though. Because, you know, there's something about this whole backstreet thing that I'm just a little concerned about here. Huh. Okay. If you say they're American, I'm going to take your word for it. I think they're from Florida, actually. I don't care what state they from as long as they <laughs> as long as they ain't from Arkansas. Yeah, You know. Oh, we gotta go. Take a little break here, folks. I really hope. I really hope that those stories at the Daily Mail you can look those stories up in the Daily Mail. Just do a quick Google or Bing or or whatever search you do, or go, uh, uh, what's the name of that other little thing, that Duck Duck thing? Duck Duck Go. Duck Duck. Who names a website, duck, I mean, a search engine, Duck Duck Go? How old does that even mean? That must be that Arkansas website. Duck Duck Go. Same thing with it, GoDaddy.com. Like, what is that? Why would you name a website that? Because you're a prevert. Never <laughs> mind. We got to take a little break here. 800-848-WABC. I hope those stories about Nikki Haley are not true. I really do. Uh, did we look it up, somebody? Are these boys from America or not? They're from Florida, confirmed. They're from Jorlando. All right, then. That's good music we're playing here on WABC. And we're coming back. Got more good music today and more stuff for you to call in and talk about, To Keep it right here. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. All right, birthday today for Walter Becker, bass guitarist, vocalist, songwriter with Steely Dan. Their debut album was released in 1972, reeling in the years. And then this one... Love Steely Dan. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Steely Dan. Jack. Uh, speaking of doing it again. I am I am telling you, if this comes to happen, I am going to hold Princess Diana solely responsible for starting this 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 
narrative that would turn into something. There's a story in Newsweek today. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Favorite to replace Joe Biden if he drops out. Now, would somebody please correct me? Has Joe Biden said at any time, I'm dropping out? No! Has anybody in Joe Biden's campaign said, you know, Joe's too old. Joe's going to drop out, and we need to start looking for a replacement. No! What is all of this chatter? Chatter! Every day it grows, and somebody new signs on to it. That Michelle Obama is going... Michelle Obama is the most likely candidate. She's not running. She's not a candidate. Uh, She's the most likely candidate to replace Joe Biden as the 2024 Democrat presidential nominee should the incumbent step down. Now, I asked Princess Diana about this earlier, and she gave me some answer that was involved in some conspiracy theory. Kamala Harris went over there on some unannounced trip and sat down with Barack Hussein Obama and Michelle, and unannounced, and went to Hawaii, came back. I said, so if even if Joe Biden would have stepped down, what about Kamala? Diana, Princess Diana, that, that's already taken care of. It's going to be Michelle. Okay. Okay, you people. Keep it up. It's going to be Michelle Obama, you think. Uh, here's the story. We don't have to spend much time with this. 70% of the largest U.S. cities don't have enough money to cover their costs. Eh, who knew? What a shock. Running out of money in 70% of the largest cities. I wonder what could be driving up costs. Uh, here is a, another story. Have you seen this story? I wonder. We are moving from the world of politics now into the social arena. A team, a basketball team, the Collegiate Charter School in Lowell, or, or Lowell, Massachusetts, has forfeited a game with the KIPP Academy. They gave up the ghost at halftime. They said, oh, we're done, we'll stop. Three of their players got injured. Three of their players got injured by a six-foot male player on the other team who identifies as a female. So the six-foot male who identifies as a female was beating the snot out of the girls' basketball team to the point they had so many injuries, they said, you know what, we're done here. And this is the Democrat Party. These are your liberals. These are your progressives pushing this utter rot-gut nonsense on America. Anybody with any sanity would say, get that guy off of the court playing with girls. Let's stop all the political stuff. Let's stop all the woke stuff. Get the guy off the court playing with girls. Nope. Instead, a six-foot guy is allowed to play with girls on a basketball team, beat the snot out of them until the girls finally just say, nope, we can't do this anymore. And what does that do for these girls? What does it do? Title IX which was designed to help accelerate women's participation in sports has been turned on its head with this. These young ladies 
must be totally, totally dejected. It's time for us to check in. You know what this is. Everybody's nodding. They got that. They got that Kia Soul head nod going on right now. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Why are we playing this? We're playing this because today is the birthday of Kurt Cobain, born in 1967, songwriter with Nirvana. It's Kurt Cobain's birthday. Yes, it is. I wonder what Courtney Love is doing today. Oof. Guitarist, singer-songwriter with Nirvana. 1991 Smells Like Teen Spirit. 1991 album Nevermind. Two years on the charts. Poor guy committed suicide, as you know, back in 1994. Remembered as one of the most iconic rock musicians in the histoire of music. Kurt Cobain on WABC. Talk Radio 77. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. On this day, the Grammys. Stevie Wonder. Best album of the year. Curtis, do you remember what this album was? Hmm. Let's see, where was it? Uh, Casablanca at the time or Gay Perry? Let me see. I'm trying to remember. I'm calling this our bumper to bumper because we're going to hit some music here. This, all this music, Curtis, was on one album. Mm-mm. That's Urge to Merge Music. I know I must yes, have gotten it. I must have gotten into trouble. You remember this one, Curtis? Oh, no, no, no. Not Stevie Wonder, please. Yes. No. I don't like Baby Stevie music. Wonder. Baby music, Curtis. Oh, God, not that. I would have said this would have been uh, better than Planned Parenthood uh, marital contraceptive. You're right. Wrong. No, no, that's not that's not music with the urge to merge. I'm sorry. How about this? Oh, come on. No way. That makes me want to run away. 
Yeah, right. Best album of the year. This album is still recognized as an iconic album in the history of music. It is songs in the key of life. Oh, God. What a downer. <laughs> what about... Only Curtis. What about when he got... Curtis remember, what about when he came to New York, right? The big city, you know, sort of like uh, Marco that Thomas. That was on the... That girl, that and then he gets on, busted, and he's in jail, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Get in the sound. Ah. That was on the Intervisions yes. album. That now, was living now that, I love that. Because that's happened to me many times when I visit cities to organize Guardian Angel chapters. And the next thing I know, the mayor orders me to be arrested. And I'm in the Who Scout. Get in my cell, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, okay. So you don't like that. You know what won for best new artist that year? Hmm. Wow, man. You're real low key today. I'm telling you. Where's the testosterone? You got some estrogen. You're talking change. You don't remember this? Curtis, you don't remember this. Oh, God. This is hillbilly music. <laughs> oh, this is total music for hillbillies. You get it? new art. You get into an elevator in Little Rock. That's what you hear. This stuff. Oh, God. Bring it to the Grand Ole Opry. Best new artist of the year, Starland Vocal Band. Wow, you picked a, you you picked a real bad year for music. Oh no, come on! What a funny duddy song! Come on, I thought you were hip. I, I thought you were happening. I thought you were fly, James. Gold. I am. Stay there. Silas in Staten Island. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you? Okay. I want to start out first. I, I've, been with, I've been to a couple of the rallies with Curtis. I'm in a film with him. He's got no taste in music if he don't like Stevie Wonder. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nikki Haley's going to stay in. And Nikki Haley's going to stay in because if you look in like a journalist and see how much money she's raised, and it's more money than she's ever seen. She'll stay in till the end. And as far as Adams giving money to all of the uh, illegals, dig into that. I think Curtis has already dug into it, how they get Curtis, money. Curtis, did you these. see, I'm sure, Curtis, you saw the video of New York City police officers again being beaten down by <clears throat> migrants, illegal immigrants. At Randall Island Shelter. Of course, yep. you've seen that. 3,000 right? of them are housed there. And actually, they were going in to take out somebody who didn't belong there, who wasn't an illegal. You know, he was there, unfortunately, to urge to merge with one of the young ladies. So the cops were called in to take him out. And the Venezuelans there with a gangbanger said, no, you don't. He's ours. And they fought the cops. Now, have they been uh, given over to ICE? Are they being prepared to be deported to their country of origin, Venezuela? The answer, no. That's what they should be in Venezuela right now. They sh you beat up New York City police officers. Why are you still in this country? Because they have special. Remember, Biden gave them special immigration status so they could get an easy pass to get working papers. They are untouchables, and they know it, James Golden. They know it. Curtis, Jim Jordan sent a letter over to the uh, uh, Health and Human Services 
requesting the case files of illegal immigrants who've been charged with things like theft, assault, and murder. Do you know what HHS told him? They said the privacy interests of the illegal immigrants. What is this, hyper? Is, uh, what is this, the, hyper the, laws the, uh, for illegals? The, we don't know. We can't, we can't tell you if they're murderers, rapists, or whatever, because the illegal immigrants have privacy rights. And they also said that the the committee, the House committee, has no legitimate oversight purpose to obtain case files to find out if illegal immigrants are criminals. Come on, James, you know what this is. Cut to the chase. Uh, the new minority will soon be the majority. That's what this is all about. Oh, there you go with that great replacement theory again that you people talk about. That is so racist. What do you mean, you people? You mean me, you a McWhitey Whitey? You people By with this great replacement. Of course, they have been telling us for years, Curtis, that this is the browning of America, and we all better get used to it. But when you say what you just said, oh, no, we can't have that. By the way, you know what kept me listening to you this afternoon Wow, Nikki Haley, hot to try. <laughs> ba, 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 boom. I'm not trying to Whoa. make fun of her. Nikki was crying because when she got to the part about wishing that her husband were there, and, and, and that, that, you know, people say, oh, no, that's terrible. She cried. I just hope, Curtis, that those stories aren't true. Well, that was before the New Hampshire primary, remember. Yeah. That was before. And the guys came forward. Now, what kids? I mean, come on. Let's face it, James Gold. They signed affidavits. I did this with Nikki Haley. They described up, down, all around how they were hanging from the chandeliers. What absolute cads. What kind of men are they? Yeah. I mean, do you? Yeah. But I, but is it true though? Do you think one guy? Do you remember the guy that talked about what he Well, the story Steamy about Steamy windows in her SUV. In the SUV. And that people saw one body going up and the other body going down. And, oh, my God. And you're reading the Daily Mail over WABC? Yes. That's like the National Enquirer. <laughs> wow, it was interesting, though. Hey, look. She's sexy in a different kind of a way. You'd have to admit, hey. James. Hey, hey, I'm not, hey, hey, hey. I'm, uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, uh Curtis, uh, is saying that Israel needs to stop beating up on Hamas. They, they came up with the UN resolution. Please give Hamas time to, to re-energize and to revamp. Stop picking on them, Israel. Uh, we have a caller that wants to talk about that. Tony in Queens. Tony. Curtis is here and so am I. It's post Nerdly's Rush Hour. How you doing there, Tony? Hi, Curtis. Hi, hi, James. I just want to ask a question here. If the U.N. is getting together to request or tell Israel to stop and make a resolution to stop their war against Hamas, why don't they really get their things together and they get gutsy and make the Russians stop their offensive war against Ukraine? Uh, Curtis? Oh, if yeah. The UN well, can, if can they, they're telling... And, and by the way, the Biden administration is the one responsible for this particular resolution for Israel to give Hamas a ceasefire. So why not a resolution calling for Russia to stop uh, uh, picking on Ukraine? I'm down for that. But let's take it back even further. Remember when Putin was bombing Aleppo and Syria? 
And then Vice President Pence said, oh, yeah, we'll stand up to the Russians. And the next day, President Trump said, no, we won't. No, we won't, because they were assisting us in getting rid of ISIS out of Syria. You remember hmm. that? I do. Right. Look, nobody wants to see women and children and the elderly injured or killed or maimed. Nobody. But they started a war, and they knew what the consequences would be. And look, let's face it. Those members of Hamas, they want to jump on the Paradise Express and zoom themselves up to Allah's side. They want to be martyrs. Uh, unfortunately, their families suffer. And unfortunately, the people of Gaza have not risen up to try to resist Hamas. They do support Hamas. We have to be realistic about this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so what is Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, are they going to get any at all consequence from demanding that Israel stop why, why, uh, why, why do you say Joe Biden? It's all about Michigan and Talibi and the uh, Arabic vote in the Democratic uh, Party, Michigan and especially Ohio. You know what this is about. Hmm. You know what this is about. It's all politics. It's all politics. It has nothing to do with the right or the wrong of Israel exerting its right, its self-defense, and trying to eliminate, eliminate Hamas. And let's face it, we were on board with that from day one. We said, do what you got to do to eliminate Hamas. And Israel is doing a very effective job up to this date. And they're ready to take on Hezbollah. You notice they're going at them with them on the southern border between Lebanon and the northern border with Israel. They're ready to get it on with Hezbollah, which is like getting it on with Iran. Well, um, by the way, since you mentioned Iran, I have said and I will continue to say this situation in the Middle East will never, ever be solved until Iran is dealt with. Iran has to be dealt with. Do well, you look, agree? Menachem Begin took out Saddam Hussein's nuclear reactor and was universally condemned. The Israeli took out Bashir Assad's nuclear reactor outside of Damascus. BB is gone in just a few months. BB, please take out... The nuclear weapons-making uranium ability of the nuclear reactor of Iran, and you will be remembered in perpetuity as stopping the Ayatollahs who wanted to drop one big bomb on Israel before Israel turns them into a glass highway. Curtis Lewis, thank you, my friend. Time for us to check in with Lou Dobbs. A little going away present for you, Curtis. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday today. Born in 1946, Jay Giles with the Jay Giles Band, 1982. This one went up to number one on the charts. Center ball, baby. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And, Sandra, you are up. What is on your mind this afternoon? 
Well, um, two things are on my mind. One, I retrieved my notes. I got home in time to retrieve my notes on Nikki Haley because you wondered if what she did was true. According to my notes, I wrote here that the um, two people signed affidavits saying that uh, what they did really happened. So I don't know what that means, but it must mean something. And then I wanted to also talk about Israel and the soldiers and how they fight. They are professionals. I wanted to say that one time recently they went into a hospital. They got 20 terrorists out of there. They subdued them. They didn't kill them. They were subdued, and then they were taken to justice. I mean, they're professionals. They don't do what those people did to the Israeli people. So I just wanted to make those two points to you, James. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Robert, in New Jersey, you are up next. What's on your mind this afternoon? Yeah, if it were up to me, you know, these department heads that refuse Congress, they should be thrown in jail until they comply. Is that a, is that now, a possibility? Great point. Great point. If you don't respond to Congress, Joe Biden's administration, by the way, has been all for the Department of Justice trying to throw Peter Navarro in jail. And they looks like they're going to get their wish. Why aren't these department heads who are supposed to answer to Congress? Also, thrown, Robert, they should be thrown in jail. That is a great point. Ernie, Jersey City, New Jersey, you're up next. Yeah, I got a new nickname or or hashtag for Nikki Haley. Horny okay. Haley. One more time? Horny Haley. <laughs> well, <clears throat> oh, I just had a, I, I just got a text message. Bill cheating, Bill Clinton cheated. But he didn't cry. Ooh, people are. Okay, thank you for the call. Horny Haley. Uh, er, hmm, that's not me, folks. That was the caller. Attribute it to the... Ernest in Rockland County. You're next. Yes, sir. Uh, you asked me the other day if I wanted to call back and speak about the toys we make, the patented toys to get kids, you know, to give them something to do, and it trains them. So that was my comment today. Okay, and once again, we're at the end of the show. But give it, give me one toy that you make. What does it do? Uh, you're going to be reading about it in the news pretty soon. It's a backhoe and a bulldozer and a dump truck, and you put your hands inside of it, and you become the machine. And you can see our videos up on YouTube. But there's something very special. Where do we out. see your videos? Give us a. What's the name of it? Where do we go? What do we What do we put in? Uh, you can see the videos on YouTube, and it's spelled trucks as T R U X. It's hand H A N D trucks T R U X. Okay, can I suggest something to you, Ernest? You call the W A B C sales department now. Call W A B C. Tell them you want to advertise trucks on both Nerdly's Rush Hour and every other show on this station. Because it sounds like you have a winner, and you could be the next big toy giant. In the that is a winner. Give well, our God bless department. you. I will do that. Call us. Thank you, Doug in Bergen County. You are up next. Make it quick because we're running out of time. Doug. Hey, Stevie Wonder. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you. Go right ahead. I thought you said the Stevie Wonder album was album of the year in 97. It was more like 77. That's Did I say 97? I meant 77. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. It was 1977. And Back when I was for, in high school, unfortunately. 
<laughs> well, me too. No, I had been out of high school for just a few years, actually. Yes, it was 1977, Songs in the Key of Life. Thank you for that, making the records straight and tight before we leave. And uh, thank you, my friends. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your family and your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be part of your afternoon here. God willing, we will do it again tomorrow at 4 p.m. for Bo's Nerdy's Rush Hour. Bill Clinton cheated, but he didn't cry. He cheated, but he didn't cry. Until then, bye.